stars could shine between the lines if you would let yourself go find some place you know you can use your words use your hands you can change the world just pretend express yourself take a chance and you'll see who you'll be it's time to express yourself where teens talk and the world listens Presented by Star Style Productions as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. You'll rock to an hour of adolescent fusion with your teen hosts and on-air reporters. Meet and chat with cool celebrities, exhilarating experts, and tenacious teens with subjects regarding anything and everything that you want to know. It's time to kick off the fun with our star teens. Welcome to Express Yourself. The media is the most powerful entity on Earth. They have the power to make the innocent guilty and to make the guilty innocent, and that's power. Malcolm X. Hello, and welcome back to Express Yourself. We're a program by, for, and with creative young people, a platform to give teens a voice, right here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. From Cynthia Bryan, producer of Express Yourself and Star Style Productions, we bring this program to the airwaves as an outreach service of the Be The Star You Are charity, a top nonprofit honored by GuideStar and great nonprofits. For today's show, Be The Star You Are wants to thank everyone who has volunteered and supported BTSYA over the years. We are thrilled to be serving the world. If you'd like to help us celebrate being a top nonprofit with a donation, please visit www.btsya.com. Every dollar counts and we will use the funds for our outreach programs. Make sure to listen to Express Yourself wherever you listen to radio or music. iTunes, Amazon, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Google Play, Spotify, and more. We broadcast from the Empowerment Channel on Voice America Radio, the largest radio network in the world. Hi, everyone. I'm Rose, and we have an awesome show planned all about the power of the media and the media's role in society today. In segment one, I'll be talking about how a recent movie I watched reveals truths about the media. In segment two, Ruhani and I will be discussing ways we have used the media to better our daily lives and... In segment three, Ruhani will be discussing the importance of diversity in the media. Now, let's jump into it. The media, to me, has access to so many cool topics that no one could have ever thought would be in one place, which I think is one of the most powerful things about it. And it has access to over 3.8 billion people every day. 3.8 billion people are absorbing information daily whether this information is through articles, shows, illustration, music, whatever it is, people are absorbing tons and tons of information. With that many people absorbing media daily comes misinformation that, can, that many people believe. People can be criticized, now even canceled, and misinformed daily. This can cause people to neglect reality and only see the positive side of the world. Many people are blindsided and do not know true facts. For example, in sciences, the media can inform people that a certain social issue is not true or does not hold any importance. When discussing the power of the media, a recent movie I watched over my winter break called Don't Look Up comes to mind. And this movie is set in modern-day America, where PhD candidate at Michigan State Kate played by Jennifer Lawrence, discovers a comet of world-ending size that is set to hit Earth in six months. 
She and her astrology professor, Randall Mindy, played by Leonardo DiCaprio, bring the groundbreaking news to the attention of government leaders who repeatedly blow it off. Much like the quick approaching point of no return for climate change. President, the president in this movie is played by Meryl Streep and her chief of staff son, played by Jonah Hill, are set to parallel the circus-like government that has led America, America from both sides in recent years. The president only chooses to be concerned over what will help her ratings and preventing a world-ending comment, comment will sadly not help. They then warn the public but are constantly overshadowed by pop culture's most recent breakups and society's tendency to turn a blind eye to bad news. And this movie clearly parallels to what's going on in society or what's going on in the past societal world. And the film takes the parallels of climate change and lack of government action, as well as society's preoccupation with the meaningless lives of the rich and famous and most destructive of all corporations are concerned with profit over human life this film illustrates that even proven proven science can be ignored through the media the film blew up and a lot of people have a lot to say about it but i personally think that this film although it's not greatly executed in my opinion I think that it really talks about important concepts and important societal problems that almost like give people an I a glimpse into what's actually happening and the blind eye they're kind of being consumed by yeah I totally agree with you um I watched this movie over winter break too and I actually couldn't finish it because it gave me so much anxiety but yeah, I heard a lot of mixed reviews about it. Some people say it's like a bit too far-fetched and others say like, no, it does parallel what's going on in the world today, as you said. And there's many forms of media that talk about the media. And have you, Rose, seen any other films about the power of the media and the internet? Yeah, one of the films that it's not really um, like a metaphor like this one Um but it's really like a deep dive in a documentary. Um, I forget what it's called, but it's a really cool documentary on Netflix. Um, and it talks about the importance of being aware of where your media is coming from and the power that technology has in our world today. And it really made me think, I watched it with my parents and my mom was like the whole time, you need to like set a timer on your phone to like <laughs> phone too much um but it was really interesting because it like kind of showed the cycle of the media and how this the media has so much power and information um which was really crazy to see oh it's called the social network i think yeah it was oh i watched that movie too um i think there's like a documentary and also a movie that stars like um andrew garfield which was i really liked it, it talked about mark zuckerberg and how he rose to prominence with Facebook. And, you know, Facebook has been in this, like, in use so much lately for the possible, like, spying allegations. And it's very, very scary and also interesting to think about how much the media has power o over all of us. Yeah, it's crazy. I watched that one, too. Um, I think I got mixed up, but that one was, yeah, with, that talked about Mark Zuckerberg and how he kind of used the media I think that was almost used 
in media in a positive way at the time, but now it's just crazy how it all blew up. I think the one I was talking about is The Social Dilemma, which takes more of like a sciencey um, perspective rather than a scripted movie. But I think that the media can also give us access to useful tools and resources to further research and share knowledge similar, similarly to what Mark Zuckerberg did in the beginning of Facebook. Um, right. And for me, nutritional education, something I'm really passionate about in policy, um, the media has given me the opportunity to, to connect with a variety of professionals and learn more about these issues that I would never have learned about if I didn't have the media and if I didn't have all so many resources, just like a search away on Google. Right. Yeah. I also feel a similar way. There's so many topics and, you know, stories I've read from people firsthand through social media. And although there can be misinformation, it really is very powerful. Yeah. And the media because there's so much power it holds, it also um, has the ability to create like a misunderstanding of people's access to information and miscommunication, whether people are taking information out of context and then quickly like retweeting it on Twitter, for example. Right. And have you seen the Internet Taylor articles that you might enjoy in your life? Yeah, I... Sometimes I notice that if I'm talking about a certain topic that interests me with my friends, my phone will like pop up the like a suggested search will pop up. Um, that's exactly what I'm talking about. Or I'll get an ad on like Instagram as I'm scrolling about something I just like to post about. So I think it's that just proves that the media has so much power just from voice just from hearing you and like not knowing anything else about the conversation or not even like typing the certain topic into your phone. It's just crazy how much control they have over your daily lives. Yeah, I have had that happen to me as well. Like if I'm like if I Google something and then I'll get like a TikTok about it. So it's like pretty crazy. Yeah, it's so crazy. And one thing I learned um, over the past year, specifically having to do with nutritional education and policy, um, when I've used the media to my disposal in a positive way, is that the media has created a misunderstanding of people's access to healthy produce. And many people, it's kind of like the healthcare um, topic, many people don't have access to healthcare. And I think the media has created this like kind of view that a lot of people do have access to healthcare when in reality um, healthcare isn't really reaching a lot of people and same with like healthy and fresh food. Many people do not realize that their people in their community even do not have basic rights to fresh produce and have these people have been blinded by the internet and are not able to like share their voice. Exactly and that's why it's so important to use it as you know as powerfully as you can instead of maybe using it to get into that endless loop of negativity, which unfortunately happens a lot over the internet. And do you know some ways where especially younger people can kind of stay safe? Yeah, I think definitely just knowing where your information is coming from um, and really picking out good uh, websites and books um, to learn 
your news from and your um, just basic research is really important because I know at school they tell us not to use Wikipedia because I just learned this that people can like edit Wikipedia and just anyone who wants to on the internet so it's not really factual information Um, and so many people have the power to just control the media which is just insane and just information that people are think is trusted and are going to go on to use in like a research paper or something. Yeah. And I think I was around 13 when I got my first social media. I mean, the ones that kind of showed my face when I was younger, I had like a fan account. And if I ever become a parent, I'd say 12 to 13 is a good age, but with restrictions is what I'd say. Yeah, definitely. I agree. I know some friends like of mine who like just got social media um and I'm a junior and so it's crazy <laughs> to think I've like been on social media for so long um and some people are just being exposed to like the truths of the media which it's really important to just be careful when you're um just beginning yeah and I saw something interesting it was something like we're the last generation to know what life was like before social media. And I started to think about my life before social media. And I was like around seven or not even, I think Facebook started in 2005, I want to say, which is the year I was born. So it's like been around forever. It feels like. Yeah, definitely. And the media um, for me, it's also taught me that I didn't, I wasn't like, I didn't know a lot of people didn't have certain things that are kind of what I think normal. For example, Mm -hmm. I've always been like taught to buy organic and fresh and healthy produce, um, which are all luxuries to many people, which the internet kind of opened my, opened my eye to. Um, And I source all my food from trusted suppliers and organic farms that use healthy, sustainable agriculture practices. Um, But over the past years, when I was exposed to information that informed me that many people do not have such luxuries, I was shocked. And the media did give me access to information that changed my life. So now I can use the power of the media to help others, which I hope I can do. Yeah. And for sometimes, though, like people use the media negatively and it can really impact people's mental health do you think there should be like a penalty imposed for such people I don't think a penalty should be imposed um because I know penalties like can mean I know there's like a range of penalties but I think people should be confronted and uphold upheld for their actions um I think it's a learning process and I think it's not like, I don't think you should, like, go to jail because you're, like, misusing the media. But um, I do think to an extent, if you are, like, stealing people's information, um, you could, I mean, go to jail. But I think that it's a learning process and people need to be educated on how to properly use the media. Like, maybe if there was a class at school, um, I know at my school we have, like, human development courses and we talk about, like, how to properly budget when you're older, um, stuff like that. And I think learning how to properly use the media would be a great um, topic to explore in a class like that or even in a, like, elective course, like 
how to learn to prepare yourself when you step out into the real world and deal with the medium more and more. Um, do they offer any courses at your school or any courses you know of that help people help people learn about the media further? I think the closest thing we had to that was like health class and like freshman year. It was basically during like our sex ed. It was like talking about like the dangers of, you know, sending illicit pictures, which is like the closest thing um, we had. And I think it was a very valuable lesson because I feel like when you're exposed to the internet at such a young age, there are some things that have become normalized and you don't really think about the consequences of your actions and what it can do to you and to other people. But I think that course really emphasized, you know, really think before you do anything on the internet because once it's there, it's there forever. Exactly. It's so crazy to me. Yeah, I know. Do you think that the course was like beneficial and do you think that like you would the course should like begin um at a younger age like what would be like an ideal age to begin I feel like these days it should start really young like I'd say maybe fifth grade I think would work um I feel like that's around the time people go to middle school and kids become more curious but like I think I've heard stories where like kids start having phones at like third or fourth uh, fourth grade which is crazy yeah it's wild um I think also the media is really impactful in spreading like we mentioned new information but also spreading awareness on certain topics and for many I know a lot of my friends at school have used the media to share their passions like I mentioned um Mm -hmm. and they the media to educate people on topics that aren't like normally explored in people's daily lives yeah and I think express yourself is also a very good example of positive media you know having a healthy outlet to voice your opinion um especially now we're teens it's like very important that we speak out about things that matter to us yeah definitely have you noticed um have you shared or any of your friends shared any time as they've used the media um, to spread awareness in any topics they're really passionate about? Yeah, I feel like a lot of people do. I think a lot of people like share their art on there. Um, Sometimes I like to post like maybe poetry or something I've written um, on this site called Medium, which is basically where you just post articles. And when it comes to like issues like around the world yeah I see a ton um it's honestly kind of sad because it's not so much now I feel like there was a certain time back in like 2020 where everyone was sharing things about the state of our country and the world but really it should be all the time I just feel like there's been a rise in like the dangers like social media activism which is completely valid like sharing information is necessary but action comes next so, yeah, you should be, like, sharing information and, like, educating yourself, but also taking steps at the same time. Yeah, definitely. I'm on um, my school's, like, publication, and we write articles and are able to connect with a bunch of people around the world and, like, fellow journalists. And it's a great way to connect with others and learn about their beliefs and where, because they're all from all over the country. and 
just really learning about how people who live in different places have beliefs that and value different things that I just didn't grow up learning. And so it's been really interesting to explore different cultures and um, different people in the world. Yeah, I think that's why, um, honestly, I feel like the media shaped me so so much because I started, you know, using it at a young age and I've learned a ton since then, a lot of it positive, you know, and what do you, what would you tell younger listeners who are like at home about the media if they're just getting started and exploring? Um, well, like I mentioned, I would tell them that it's really important to understand um, different forms of media and how different, how once you put something out on the media in the world, it's, you're not going to get it back. It's always going to stay there. So just being really mindful and thoughtful and reflecting on what you're posting um, and sharing is really important because you're not going to get it back, like I said, and whatever you put out there can be interpreted to mean a bunch of different things, like a post like a photo can mean something completely different to me as it could mean to you because we have different perspectives and we've grown up with different things and learning different things and we're just in completely different places. So it's really important um, to know that everything can be taken in different directions and making sure that you are providing the media with really impactful messages and not hurtful comments. Right. And it's also important not to get sucked into like sheep mentality. Like you said, everyone has different perspectives on things. If it's like harmless, like maybe like how you interpreted someone's music or if you like a celebrity or not, I know there's like a lot of drama around that sort of thing and everyone has different opinions. And as long as it's not harming anyone, I think it's fine. Yeah, definitely. Do you think, is there anyone that you um, know in the media that has been, like, a good role model to you? Yeah, I mean, for me, I feel like there are some celebrities who genuinely use their platform for the better. I feel like um, I try to forget. Uh, oh, yeah, of course. I have to go with my all-time favorite, Harry Styles. I feel like he uses his platform very well, and not only does he posts on social media but he like donates and a lot of his tour profits which I actually went to the tour he gave it to like different charities and it's very very nice of him oh I didn't even know that that's so cool um yeah I know he's been in the media a lot because he's kind of like redefining gender roles which I think is so cool um yeah definitely and yeah he's been in the media like in the media's eyes for like 10 years since he was like 16, which is incredible to think about and how he's managed to like kind of remain pretty like scandal free and really just be a positive influence on many young people. It's amazing. Yeah. I mean, I know so many kids um, who just love him and love his style and just go crazy for him. (laughs) (laughs) I am definitely one of them. (laughs) Do you have any like, media role models of your own um I I love like singers who use their platform to like advocate for like certain social and political um issues like I know Billie Eilish she uses her platform a lot to donate to certain charities but also like 
advocate for body positivity, um, which I think is really important now that people are using their platforms to educate people because they have such a big following and people like like die for them basically yeah, <laughs> yeah, people yeah. To whatever they say um so I think it's really cool celebrities who do use their platform like I know Kim Kardashian she was like a, she's been a lawyer for um people in like advocating for criminal justice reform um oh yeah I've heard of that and that actually opens a really interesting topic, what you said about how, like, people are willing to die for them. And that's something called, like, a parasocial relationship, which is basically, like, when someone is so enamored with, like, a celebrity, they genuinely believe, like, they have some kind of, like, real connection. And a lot of times it's from younger people, especially girls. And I don't think necessarily it's a bad thing as long as it's, like, kind of healthy. It's not, like, consuming your entire life. But there are definitely, like, some people who don't maybe like deserve their platform as much. And how do you think we can like limit like media sensationalization for people who don't really deserve it? I think, honestly, I really don't think you can limit the amount someone is posting. Um, But I think their viewers and their followers have the ability to use the media to educate Mm -hmm. the who doesn't really know um who isn't really using it to the best of their ability and I think it's like the viewer's job to like not be a bystander almost and really help them further educate themselves right yeah definitely and it's just like there's some celebrities who maybe have like had scandals in the past and genuine like some people like don't deserve their platform maybe as much because of the frequent mistakes they've made and I think that's why it's important to make sure whoever you're like supporting is like a good person yeah do you think the media sometimes can have too much power definitely um like you were talking about don't look up we kind of saw it in that movie um I feel like it can change the minds of the people and especially during the election we saw how it like there's a lot of biased media um and there are some people who are like quick to call everything fake news but I know for example there have been like so much misinformation spread amongst different news sources yeah I think don't look up was a really like I mentioned it was really great to kind of expose the truth and what can happen um and it was great to kind of see it in like a movie sense because I feel like if people read it in an article they wouldn't necessarily listen to it as much or be um focused in or even like finish the article um because I know it's hard to collect a person's attention for a long period of time and the media is kind of used tools to manipulate the mind and make it yeah yeah they really do and That's why it's important to consume like a healthy amount and you kind of fact check your sources. And do you trust the media? Like how much do you think in today's world do you feel like all the sources you're taking in are true? Um, I, I trust the media to an extent because I know there's so much information out there and so much valuable information that people use daily. Like people's jobs are like, made people's jobs are to put out um information and well-rounded 
resources. Um, but I think I also don't trust the media a lot because of the Social Dilemma documentary. Yeah, exactly. And that's why it's just important to stay safe online and really, really just make sure what you're taking in is healthy. And um, with that being said, time is up for this segment. But in the next um, segment, I will be sharing uh, some facts about diversity in the media. So make sure to visit us at www.expressyourselfteenradio.com and we'll be right back, so don't go away. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. Are you a teen interested in becoming a radio personality? The Positive Message Outreach Program of Be The Star You Are Charity trains dedicated young people to be reporters and hosts on Express Yourself Teen Radio. Visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com for information. That's ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Don't forget to tune in to Express Yourself Tuesdays at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Kids, where teens talk and the world listens. If you are ready to be inspired, energized, and entertained, you've come to the right place with our two life-changing programs at BeTheStarYouAreRadio.com. Live every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Listen for our lifestyle show, Star Style, Be The Star You Are, with our host, Cynthia Bryan. Then on Sundays at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern, Teens Talk and the World Listens on Express Yourself Teen Radio. Play with with us at be the star you are radio.com and the voice america empowerment channel get the news on our shows and other happenings by following us on twitter find us at voice america trn or twitter.com forward slash voice america trn You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Hi all, we're back, and I'm going to be sharing the importance of diversity in the media, especially for younger audiences, who are looking for role models from the same background as them, ethnic, religious, and racial. For me, growing up, um, I found Princess Jasmine to be my role model, and she's supposed to be from Arabia, which is not my background, but I looked up to her simply because we had similar features, and that's why I'm happy there are more diverse casts and TV shows and movies now. But you know what they say, no representation is better than bad representation. And any media featuring a person of color or an LGBT character or a disabled character needs to be carried out respectfully. 
I was just going to say that I have some shows and movies to share that have some good representation. Yeah, I was just going to ask, are there any specific shows and movies that you've found that have great representation? Because I think that's so important to educate the younger audience and really spread awareness um, in a positive way. Yeah, I have a great one, actually. Um, It's called One Day at a Time. So it's a sitcom about a Cuban-American family. And it's a show I feel that any immigrant family can relate to. And I remember there was an episode about how they were at an ice cream shop speaking in Spanish when some racist man came up to them and told them to speak English, which, and I found the mom's response very, like, very inspiring. She basically said that she had every right to do so because she was just as American as them. And another great thing about this show is that it features very good LGBT representation because the eldest daughter, Elena, comes out in season one. And the grandmother, who's like pretty religious, has like internal conflict with herself, which is only lasts like five minutes. And she immediately like accepts her afterwards. And the mom was like really worried she wouldn't, but she does. And it's, I felt like it was very sweet and heartwarming. And the show originally aired on Netflix until they canceled it after the third season. However, fans petitioned and the fourth season ran on popcorn TV, but now it's ended. But I recommend everyone watch it. It's very funny, relatable, and touches on many important topics. Wow. I think it's so cool that shows have the ability to explore like different identities and cultures and races because I think really like seeing and visualizing ways that these cultures are experiencing life and their daily um, life gives people the opportunity to really understand and visualize what's happening rather than reading like a specific book or something. Exactly. And that's what I wish I grew up watching really. I mean, maybe there were shows like that, but I usually used to watch like Disney Channel on Nickelodeon and most of the stuff didn't have like, I mean, they had like deep shows and they were very entertaining, but they didn't really have like representation, which is why like it's so important especially now and I'm glad more people are talking about it do you think that you get by like watching um a movie or a show about different cultures um that has diversity in it um is different from your experience um if you were to read a book on diversity or about other cultures yeah I feel like Um, now it's maybe the same thing because, you know, I'm at that level where I can relate to books just as much, but you know, when you're younger and you don't really have like the attention span to read like a full fledged novel, it's probably better to see it on the screen. But I know there's this one comic book and it's, I'm really glad. Um, so basically in my school district, they, people like who petitioned for like a more diverse curriculum in our English classes. And one of them It's called American Born Chinese, and it's like a comic book or like graphic novel. And I think some of the freshmen are reading it, and it's it's really great. And do you have anything similar to that, like in your school, where there's like more diverse curriculum for English classes? Yeah, there's definitely um, a more diverse curriculum. I go to an all girls school, so um, my teachers and um, the school really emphasize um, not just reading a book. 
um, written by like a white man and really reading books like from different people's perspectives and from women's perspectives. Um, same with history. We try to explore like perspectives readings is what we call it. And um, they're like primary sources from the time that we're studying a certain topic. And we like have one perspective of a white male, one about from a woman's perspective um, yeah. and one from like a minority group. And I think that's really powerful um, because you're able to compare and contrast what's similar, what's different. And it gives me um, a better understanding of what really happened in history and like the truths of history. I'm really glad that's the case. Um, at my school, it's not really as much. I know some teachers try to like diversify their curriculums a bit more. Um, like last year, I read this book called Cry the Beloved Country, which is set during apartheid. Um, it's a very good book, but it's also written by a white man. And that's like one criticism that always comes up, you know, like we have books like To Kill a Mockingbird, which does talk about like black people's experiences in America, but it's not really written by a black author. Wow. Yeah, I think that books and like movies, like we were saying, is just really important. And I think it also like you were saying that um, it's not the case um, that much at your school, but I think that now that um, this has been such an important topic on people's minds that people are really going to start to enact change and kind of create new habits and new ways of teaching because of how society is evolving. Yeah, and that's why, um, you know, people at my school petitioned for it. And now there's like more books added to the curriculum, like American Born Chinese, as I said. And also, I'm pretty sure The Color Purple by Alice Walker, which is one of my favorite books. It's basically written by Alice Walker, who's a black woman and talks about uh, it's a very, very good book. It's basically set in the 60s about these two sisters. Um, it's very great. I, I really recommend it to anyone watching or listening. I will definitely check that out. Are there any other movies um, or shows that you have seen recently that have a lot of diversity in the media? Yeah, so actually this is just a movie that came out um, and I haven't got around to watching it yet, but I definitely will soon. And I've only heard like good things about it. So it's a Disney Pixar movie about a magical Colombian family living in the village of Encanto. And a young woman named Maribel is like the only person in her family to not have powers, but she must do something when she realizes her family's magic is in danger. My little cousin was telling me about it and she absolutely loves it. And apparently it showcases like Colombian culture, such as arepa, a famous Colombian dish, as well as Colombian flora and fauna, and also their music. And I'm definitely going to watch it. Um, I'm glad, you know, like younger people like my cousin are watching it. And a lot of people say it's enough to make you cry. And that's definitely my favorite type of Disney movie. So it's streaming on Disney Plus and in theaters right now. Wow, I've actually heard of that one. Um, my friend watched it and she just wrote a review about it for my school paper. Um, and I edited it. So I got to like really learn about it. And it sounds so cool that they're really creating... Disney, like Disney, I think is a great example of like really educating the younger generation of um, 
what's happening in the media and like diversity specifically in the media, um, which I think is really powerful for people, younger people to see what, to see people um, of all colors, of all races, of all cultures um, represented. And in Canto, I heard they have great music too. Yeah, I think another great one is also like Coco is also pretty good as well. Very good like animated movie and it talked about like culture in a very like a very um like accurate way, which is great to see. Yeah, it's so awesome when you can find really amazing movies that also advocate for such important issues. Yeah, and another one I have is actually Soul. So this is also a Disney movie that's a tearjerker, and I did watch this one. So I think it came out in the summer, and it features a black male lead who's voiced by Jamie Foxx. And the director, Pete Docter, um, was speaking about the diversity in the film, and I found a quote for him, which I thought was really nice. And he said, I think it's absolutely crucial that our films reflect the world around us. And we have, for too long, been kind of neglect, neglectful of a large portion of our audience. And I'm really glad they said that are kind of owning up to maybe not sharing as many like minority stories before. But I'm glad they're working towards carrying out these amazing stories like Encanto, Coco, and Soul. And it really is a wonderfully directed movie about finding your passion in life. And the animation is absolutely gorgeous. Like, I cannot believe how intricate it was. And this is also uh, on Disney Plus for anyone who wants to watch. I haven't watched this one. I need to watch it, though. I hear amazing things about it. Yeah, it is. It's really, really good. It's very inspiring. And that's what I like most about Disney movies. I feel like they have a lot of depth to them. I think, like, even Inside Out and, like, other animated films like even Toy Story I think was pretty deep if you think about it like in the end um when he like goes to college it's like such a sweet movie yeah definitely I know um Soul and um Encanto was like tailored to the younger audience of Disney but um not limited and um do you think are there any other um shows that you have seen um or heard of that tailored to like a middle school or teenage audience yeah definitely there's this show I was obsessed with in middle school um really obsessed with for some reason and the main character um is an Asian girl and navigating the surprise that her sister is actually her mother so it's a very interesting plot line that usually Disney doesn't touch but it's pretty cool that they did it was more of like a mature topic and it also features Disney's first openly gay character, who's her best friend, Cyrus. And I absolutely loved his story. Like, um, I watched this from, like, the first episode, and I, like, kind of hated it then. But, like, for some reason, like, it ran for, like, three seasons, and I would, like, watch each one. And I remember coming back home from school and watching every day. And he had this, like, love interest, and his name was, like, TJ. And he had a learning disability, dyscalculia which is basically like dyslexia for numbers. And I feel like that was a very important storyline to add in. Like, it's refreshing to see a kid's show talk about more serious issues because I feel like then they're like, oh, it's not as fun to watch, but it was still fun to watch. Like, it was still like a kid's show, but it also like had these like important topics to learn about. And the show ended in 2019, but you can still watch it on Disney+. Plus. 
Wow. I mean, that show sounds like it explores so many different topics that are not normally seen um, in a show. I can't believe her mom is... Sister? <laughs> her sister is her mom. It was like... I think it was written by the same woman who wrote Lizzie McGuire. So that was kind of like an older Disney show. And she kind of like... I feel like she really did a good job with the show. Yeah, that sounds... It sounds interesting and really cool. Yeah, it is. Thank you so much for all these suggestions. I'm really looking forward to adding to my list. Yeah, and a lot of them are Disney. So I think they're really doing a great job. And um, one that's actually not on Disney, it's on Netflix. I feel like it probably has the best Indian American representation I've seen so far. So it's directed by Mindy Kaling, who's like awesome. She has been involved in so many different projects. Um, and the protagonist, Devi, is she's not like kind of, well, like, you know, like a typical Indian character seen in many forms of media. She's actually kind of a mess, but there's like a lot of drama in her life and she makes a lot of mistakes. But she's an actual complicated teenage girl like a character instead of you know some kind of like nerd for like com comedic relief you know and she struggles with um accepting her culture like many second generation children out there i think they also do a great job with the relationship with her mom so her mom's not like some kind of typical strict parent you know i mean she's pretty strict in the show but it's nothing too far-fetched as sometimes depicted in comedy from Asian-American people themselves. And I think it's like perfectly fine to satirize your experience as an immigrant child. But I feel like sometimes some of the jokes like they might make become too repetitive. And the joke is not even like targeted towards your own people anymore. It's like to make other demographics laugh. So that's where I think Never Ever Ever does a great job of a more accurate portrayal. And season two came out last summer, and season three will be released on Netflix sometime this year. Wow. Do you think that if you were to, like, write a show, I feel like you you know a lot about, like, diversity in the media, um, especially in TV and movies. Um, if you were to, like, write a show, um, is there or, like, critique any of these, is there anything that you think, like, Disney or Netflix um, could have done a better job at? Right. Yeah. I mean, obviously, it's not going to be perfect. Like, it's a start. For Never Have I Ever, I know I heard a lot of criticism about how, you know, like, Davy doesn't accept her culture. And they're like, well, I accept my culture. So, but that's the thing. You can't really, like, categorize every, like, Indian American person in a box. I think that's where the problem happens. We need to have, like, more nuanced characters um, from every, diff like, every group, you know, because not all of them are going to be the same and rely strictly on stereotypes, you know. Definitely. I think that's really interesting and important to think about um, that, like, not everything can be perfect. Um, and there is going to always be some, like, room for error, but um, just, like, getting your voice out is important. Exactly. Yeah. And do you have any, like, shows or movies in mind that have really, like, taught you about maybe a different culture or, like, different group or even, like, different thought processes? Um, I know a lot of shows explore, like, different cultures, um, now and day, and even if they don't, there's always, um, like, interaction just in the real world about, like, how to approach, um, media conversations or, like, 
conversations having to do with diversity in like a nice and respectful way. So I just think none come to mind um, immediately. I'm blanking, but just it's always um, interesting, even if it's not specifically about diversity. A lot of shows touch on it, um, so I can you can learn a lot from just watching how characters interact in society and in the world, and how you can help better have those important conversations. Yeah, and I th- think a lot of um, a lot of the media is directed towards a teen audience, and that's why like most shows and movies are set in high school and. There's been, like, some criticism. I don't know if you've heard about it. Um, if, like, you know the show Euphoria? It's, like, these are, like, supposed to be, like, teenagers, but the actors are in their 20s. And there's, like, the show is about, like, pretty, like, racy things. Like, pretty um, kind of graphic. And there's a lot of criticism, like, you should have said it in college. Do you agree with that? Um. I have not watched the show, but, um, yeah, I think there's always going to be, um, some error in films, um, and shows, but I think that it is the job for the people to really pinpoint what's happening, um, and kind of criticize it because even if like a show or movie, like you said, like, um, never, ever, ever has two and three seasons, they can always help, um, people really, understand and the writers understand what's um a little harmful for viewers and how they can improve for the next seasons yeah I agree with you and you know since I feel like since I was little like I feel like 16 especially like this age seemed like a very golden like year like I could think like when you're younger and you're watching like these tv shows with older people you really think your life is going to turn out like that. Like high school is going to be like high school musical. So like, did you feel that same way when you were younger? Um, did you have some like preconceived notions about how your teen life was going to be? Yeah, I, I did watch high school musicals. One of my favorite movies. I always thought like I was going to go to this big school with a bunch of different people. Um, and I was going to like go to football games and stuff like that. But it really, I went to an all girls school and it's different because it's a smaller school. It's not as big. um, And the curriculum is a lot different than like a traditional school. Um, Mm -hmm. And, but I think um, social media has allowed me to connect with a variety of people. um, Even at times when I'm like, Oh, I go to a small school. Like, what am I going to do? How am I going to meet new people? Um, social media really gave me the opportunity to connect with new people that I wouldn't have known if it wasn't for it. And like, I know I always, I live in LA and everyone is like, Oh my God, it's so big. It's a huge city. It's like New York, like so many people. Um, but I've really been able to, I really think oh, everyone knows everyone. Um, it's yeah. funny. You've, Yeah, yeah. And that's the thing, like social media, like connects so many people. And it also provides a lot of opportunities. Like, nowadays, I feel like it's so easy to get famous or like blow up maybe on like TikTok or Instagram. And it's crazy to think about how there's like so many like kind of new celebrities popping up every so and so that to me, it feels like being a celebrity is not even as big a deal anymore as it used to be. Yeah, I completely agree. If you were um, if you like had a really large platform like a celebrity, is there anything you would want to like specifically do with it? 
Uh, yeah, honestly, like there'd be a lot of things. I feel like obviously helping as many people as I can through like maybe the art I do or, you know, through the words I share is a big one. And when it comes to like specific issues, I would make sure to listen first and make sure I'm doing the right job by informing people. Because if you have such a large platform, you obviously have to be careful about the information you're giving out, as we've talked about before. Yeah, definitely. It's really important to, again, be aware um, of the media and really respect everyone's boundaries. Yeah, and it was so great talking to you. Um, Thank you for sharing so many insightful comments, and I hope all of you guys enjoyed that. Unfortunately, we're out of time for today's show. As always, we express our gratitude to Star Stop Productions. Cynthia, Brian, Be the Star You Are, and our Voice America Empowerment crew, especially our audio engineer, Andrew. Thanks to our guests from across the world, and a huge thank you to our listeners for making us a top-rated program. For more information about the Be the Star You Are charity, visit www.bethestarur.org and find us on Instagram at Express Yourself Radio. Thanks for listening to Express Yourself, where teams talk and the world listens. Seek the truth in media, and always remember to speak up, speak out, and express yourself. Thanks for joining us this week on Express Yourself, produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, be sure to visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Please join us again next Tuesday at noon Pacific time, 3 p.m. Eastern, when teens talk and the world listens on the Voice America Kids channel. Until then, remember to express yourself. Stars to shine. Between the lines If you would let yourself